This is Ingewikkeld Sessions, the podcast. Organized by Ingewikkeld, each month you'll get a live stream on YouTube and a podcast on the same topic. That topic is always related to software development in one way or another. If you don't want to miss a thing, subscribe to both our YouTube channel and podcast. Let's start. Welcome to the new Ingewikkeld Sessions podcast. Uh, today we are going to talk about um, seven lessons that you can learn from Disney movies. Uh, before we start, uh, I would like to point you to the fact that we have a YouTube channel that you can follow. We have uh, the podcast channel that you can follow. If you're not following us yet, if you're not subscribed yet, please subscribe to the podcast so that next month you'll get the podcast directly into your podcast app. And of course, we have Patreon. And on patreon.com, you can uh, support us. You can donate a bit of money every month. And in return, you get access to the full archive of the recordings of our live streams. So if you feel feel like we are doing a good job, feel free to go to patreon.com slash ingewikkeld and support us. Now, having said all that, it's time to introduce you to Eric. Hey, Eric. Hi, Stefan. Um, you joined Ingewikkeld uh, this month, actually. I rejoined Ingewikkeld. Yeah, rejoined. Yeah. Yes, yes, of course. I you were I you were here five before. years ago. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and and today uh, you you're going to uh, well join me in talking about lessons that we can learn from Disney movies. Exactly. Have you watched a lot of Disney movies? I have in the past, but uh, and I have a, I have a four year old daughter, and but she's a little bit too young for most Disney movies mm-hmm. so far because some of them can be a little bit scary. Yes, yes. We're not going to talk about scary stuff today, though, I think. Well, this recording a podcast is scary in itself, isn't it? Uh, for you, it is. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, so let's start. Um, just to recap, uh, during the live stream, I basically did the talk that I also did on SymphonyCon, uh, which was, uh, well, seven lessons you can learn from Disney movies. And I look at a, a lot of different Disney movies, seven or actually eight, um, eight, eight movies with seven lessons, uh, and and what we can learn as developers from Disney movies, which does not seem very obvious, uh, because what does Disney have in common with developers? Uh, but there's a lot of life lessons, I guess, in those movies that we we can also apply to our career or our life as a developer. Um, are there any things that because you've seen the talk, you've seen the uh, the the, uh, the session? Uh, are there any things that you feel uh, stood out from that? Oh, that's a good question. Um, I think the most important part, and that's like taking the talk as a whole, is to realize you know there's more to just programming than learning programming skills and technical skills. Yeah, uh, and there's a lot like in general lessons to apply to your development career. Uh, One of the things I've noticed recently is there are a lot of people that don't necessarily start their programming career by by going to a a college uh, education for for programming, but, you know, they they come from different backgrounds. Uh, And a lot of those people at first think like, oh, I'm starting anew, It's, it's completely blank slate. And they realize that a lot of the skills they've learned in different jobs, even though they might not seem related at all, uh, are very applicable to their uh, development careers. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, being able to code is only uh, only a small part of being a developer. Yeah, it's only half the story, if that. Yeah, exactly. 
Um, so let's let's dig into some of the of the lessons that were discussed during the the live stream, uh, and have a look at uh, well how how we feel about it, both of us. Um, and um, I I talked for instance about uh, Frozen, the movie Frozen, where where Elsa um, she makes a mistake. Uh, with her with her powers, and then basically she hides her powers and she doesn't trust herself anymore with with those powers, until she realizes, well, I can use those powers for for good as well, uh, uh, but I have to, you know, be open about what I can do and and uh, uh, will help uh, try to help people with them, um, and I guess. For, for for developers, this is very similar, especially when you're just starting as a developer, uh, to to realize what your superpowers are and how you can use them. Um, now, you've been in the business for a long time already. Uh, can 15 you, years, yeah. Yeah, 15 <laughs> years, yeah. Uh, can, you, can you imagine uh, or can you remember uh, how that was for you when you just got started? How did you figure out well, this is what I want to do. Well, um, the one thing that, that you just said is like realize what your superpowers are. Uh, I think it's very important to know that you, you don't have to do that right right away. Uh, sometimes it takes a little while for you to realize, oh, this is what I'm good at or this is what I do best. Uh, like when, when I started my career, uh, bef even before I started my career, I, I wanted to be a teacher. And I went to, uh, to to teacher school for like half a year, and then I realized, wait, wait, this this isn't it. So I thought I threw all that like, education away. Mm -hmm. But now I'm a senior developer, uh, and some of the skills that I learned as um, to be a teacher, like the stuff that, that drew me towards being a teacher in the first place, yeah. is the stuff that I can apply now to like educating juniors and and you know or just uh, discussing technical uh, stuff. Uh, uh, I hate the word, using the word dumbing it down, but you know, simplifying things to, yeah. to explain it to people who might not be as uh, technical uh, inclined as others. Um, I think those, and but I didn't realize that right away that that that's that's the stuff I'm good at. Yeah, uh, it, it took me quite a while to get there. Yeah, I can I can remember a similar thing uh, because I don't have like a formal computer science education either. Uh, I was basically. Um, the, the the education that I did was basically to uh, to put me into like a consultant's role uh, to to know a bit about organizational stuff a bit about um, you know accounting a bit about user interface a bit about everything uh, so that I could talk to the user and I could talk to the developer and I could talk to the manager and they would all understand what I was talking about but then I started developing and I thought well. I went to school for seven years, <laughs> uh, but I'm not using any of that because I just become a developer. Uh, and and now, after all those years, uh, my role is much more uh, the role that I was actually educated uh, to yeah. to perform. Um, and I also think that, uh, and that is that is de definitely important as well. You may at some point think, well, this is what I want to do and it's fine, and you head in that direction. But along the way, you might also discover that you also want to do something else at some point. Like uh, a lot of developers, once they get more experience, they 
find out, well, I actually like to head into more of a management role. Or others might just say, I like uh, heading more into uh, an ops role uh, or, well, whatever. I think this is true for like any career. Like yeah. It takes a while for you to realize who you are and what you want to do. And yeah. That may not necessarily be the field that you're currently in. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, abs- absolutely. And, and so in the previous couple of years, I've been um, moving more into like a facilitating role because I really like helping other people do their work. Uh, so in where I used to be f- a full-on developer, uh, now I'm, I'm also helping, teaching, uh, or doing more of a scrum master role or even sometimes sort of a product owner role uh, my most recent role was a principal developer, so you're not in one development team, but you're helping all the teams to, you know, get ahead. Uh, and um, that's something that I now really like. Uh, but it's something that I learned a couple of years ago. Oh, I really like this. And when you're starting out, especially as a junior developer, you have no idea yeah. what those rules are and what yeah, and why exactly. they're important and what they exactly do. So, you know. You can't realize what role you're good at if you don't even know what the roles are. Yet. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So that's definitely uh, uh, some something to to realize that uh, you might not know what your superpowers are, or when you know what your superpowers are, uh, talk to your manager, talk to other people in the company, or talk to a friend uh, about you know. I think I know what I want to do, and it's not what I'm doing right now. So let's find a way to get to the stuff that I like to do. Yeah. yeah. And I, th- I think uh, to go back to Frozen, uh, you know, you could look at it a different way. Like Elsa, she has a, what she sees as a flaw, and she tries to hide that from people, and in the end it turns out to be a superpower. Yeah. Um, even if your flaw does not turn out to be a superpower, the only thing you can, it can help you or move forward is if you're open to it about other people. And that's an important yeah. lesson to learn from uh, from Frozen as well. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, there's always someone... Well, okay. I shouldn't say always. Most of the time, there's someone uh, that you can talk to, that you can that you can trust, uh, where you can, you can explain if you're struggling with something or uh, if you think something might be a flaw. Uh, sometimes a flaw is not a flaw. Uh, but it might actually be a superpower. And sometimes a flaw is something that you just have to accept, uh, that it's yep. there and deal with it. Yeah, but other people can only deal with it if they're aware of it. Yeah, so. exactly. exactly. So that's why uh, help being open about it helps. Yeah, absolutely. Now, during the live stream, uh, uh, there was a, a question, what are some uh, easy ways to share super your superpowers with, with others? Uh, and my response then was, uh, well, you can you can write a, a blog post, uh, start blogging about it, or uh, share your information on uh, Stack Overflow or uh, or similar websites. Um, or you could do uh, like a, a talk at a user group, which is a relatively low level uh, of of entry. Uh, the the expectations aren't that high as opposed to uh, like a, an official conference. Um, but I think you you said well maybe maybe we should start somewhere else. Well, especially the, the blogging part is the one that that uh, I kind of disagree with. Okay. Because you know uh, you have to first set up a blog and then you have to uh, 
uh, write stuff, and not everybody is good at writing stuff. Okay, yeah. um, and it can be really disheartening to you know to pour, pour your soul into a blog post and then have nobody read it. Right. So um, uh, the way I would approach it is even lower, like a lower bar for people. Just you know, share your stuff with the people around you, like the people you know. Right. Uh, and you know, help it, uh, going to user groups can help because it will help you find like-minded people where you can have a conversation with. And even that can just be sharing your superpowers, like sharing your opinion or your vision on stuff, realizing that you even have a vision on yeah. stuff uh, by talking with people. Yeah. So uh, it might not be so much about sharing your superpower, but realizing what your superpowers are by having those conversations. Right. right. And that, that can be applied to your job in your daily life. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, uh, what you're saying is when people are in their job and uh, they're talking to a colleague uh, to to share their own experiences and, and comment on stuff that other people say? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, just join in the conversation. Yeah. yeah. yeah okay. And, and uh, you know, when especially when you're becoming more media or senior developer, uh, uh, when somebody needs help, you know, uh, and you haven't done that before, uh, if you say in Dutch, put on your naughty shoes and uh, yeah. you know, jump forward and say, "Well, I'll help you with that." Yeah. And even if we d if you don't know the answer right off the bat, you know, you can help them figure it out because debugging skills are just as important as just having the answer. Yeah. Yeah. I I'll, I'll, I want to come back to blogging then uh, because of course you don't have to write your own blogs. You can also comment on other people's blogs. You learn something by reading usually, uh, and then True. if you comment, uh, then you can also that way share your yeah. superpowers. It, it's a different way to join in the conversation. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. Um, and of course, Stack Overflow and similar websites uh, is also relatively easy. Uh, there is uh, a Discord channel for the PHP uh, community, uh, PHP C something. Um, I'll put that in the show notes. Yeah. I think that's put a good idea. Show notes. Uh, anyway, there is a Discord <laughs> channel where, uh, which is also relatively easy, of course, to to get into. And even if you're just reading what other people are saying, that helps. Um, but uh, of course, you can join in the conversation. It's actually a good idea, anyway. Uh, oh, just reading helps you grow your superpowers, maybe, yeah. but it doesn't help you share your superpowers no, with others. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. Um, then. Uh, uh, let's 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 figure out another movie. Um, uh, one of the things that um, uh, that I mentioned in in the talk was um, that you have to uh, keep practicing and uh, you have to uh, persevere um, because it won't always go well the first time immediately. Um, and the example movie that I used for that was Cars, because uh, Lightning McQueen, uh, he wanted to go to the final of the Piston Cup because he wanted to win, and uh, but then he uh, got sidetracked, let's just say it like that, and he ended up in a small village. And uh, No, I've never seen Cars. You haven't? No. Oh, man. <laughs> um, okay, so Lightning uh, McQueen. Uh, through through uh, cultural osmosis, I figured out what the okay. plot is about. But yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> he, he ends up in a, in a small village. Um, he makes a mess and he uh, gets community service and he has to uh, fix some stuff, which seems like an impossible task to do before that 
Piston Cup final uh, that he, that he wants to race in. Um, so he hates being there. He hates the people there because, in his mind, they caused the fact that he probably won't make that final. Uh, but then once he is there for a while, he 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 makes friends and he finds out. He learns a lot about, uh, you know, life in general, I guess. Um, but he also he keeps practicing and he gets help from some of the people in that village uh, to to practice for for his race, and he gets help from those same people finishing the community service task that he needed to finish to be in time for the for the finals. Um, and I feel that this is also something that uh, we as developers uh, can learn a lot from, uh, because if there's anything um, in in coding that makes it really annoying, it's that things never work on the first try. <laughs> <laughs> there's always something wrong and you have to fix it or you have to find where it's wrong and then fix it and then... It's, it's somehow even worse if it does work on the first try <laughs> because you never trust it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, this is also true. <laughs> this is also true. Um, so that's... Uh, I think that's... An, um, when I was when I was young uh, and and I just started developing and I saw all these people that had a lot of experience with developing, I was like, "Holy moly! How do they do this? Uh, how do they get stuff working so quickly?" Uh, and it wasn't until like I had years and years of experience that I realized, well, they're they're basically doing the same thing as me. They just know where to where to look. A bit better exactly. than me, yeah. um, uh, and that's so we have to keep you know practicing. We have to get more experience uh, as a developer, uh, uh, and you know basically learn where to start looking. Like the context clues are always there. You just have to realize what they are, and yeah. that comes with experience. Yeah, yeah, and it will it will be frustrating. Uh, uh, you will be angry at some point. You will want to sometimes throw your computer through the window and uh, and give up. Um, no, not, never, never done that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't believe you. <laughs> I'm always calm and collected. Okay, sure. <laughs> um, yeah, but, but you have to, you know, keep trying and and. Uh, Making mistakes, and this is one of the lessons that I had to learn the hard way a couple of times. Making mistakes is actually a good thing uh, because you learn from the mistakes more than you learn from doing things right. As you said, uh, when something works on the first try, you're always wondering, okay, there must be something wrong somewhere, but now since everything is working... Yeah. I don't know if there is something wrong, and if so, where? It's more comforting, comforting for it to crash because then you at least you know where the bug is. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. So that's uh, uh, that's definitely one of the lessons I feel is very important as well. Is that uh, well to succeed, you have to keep trying, and of course, and that's what uh, Lightning McQueen also learned. Uh, you have to have people around you that can help you, that help you practice that help you debug uh, sometimes that works really well uh, and that uh, uh, makes sure that or they, sometimes they just are there for the support as well so that you can and it's very important to realize that you know 
the people that are around you that can help you with that stuff, you might look up to them. Uh, but you have to realize that they didn't get those superpowers, quote unquote, uh, overnight either. Yeah, exactly. Uh, like when I started as, uh, as a developer, I had Mike as uh, my mentor, sort of. Yeah. Uh, and for a long time, I tried to uh, realize, I thought, well, I'm never going to be as good as Mike. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, you know, that's still true. I'm never going to be as good as Mike <laughs> <laughs> in many ways. <laughs> Nobody's ever going to be as no, good as but, Mike. You know, Mike is the unicorn. I can, both, can do both front end, back end, and Unity development. So, yeah. Uh, yeah uh, but, uh, you know, the stuff that he helped me with is, is, is stuff that I, uh, that, that I was like, I'm, I'm never going to be able to do that. Yeah. And, and now I can do that. And, it, you know, it took me a while to get there. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, it took him a while to get there. He didn't learn programming overnight. Yeah, of course. You know the amount of hours that Mike puts in is 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 always going to be more than I put in because you know Mike is the kind of guy that comes home and to relax he decides you know what I'm going to do I'm going to program for a couple mm -hmm. more hours yeah which is something I don't simply don't have time for or the inclination to but uh. yeah yeah and and uh, I I I want to stress that this is not a problem no. um, uh, because I've I've seen people that were. Um, they they saw that other people did that so they come home and they start developing again and then they go back to their work in the morning and they start developing again and go home and they start developing again well, uh, that exactly. it doesn't have to be like that if you if you can do it if you want to do it that's fine but you have don't have to you don't need to overdo it well and you need to find enjoyment in, in doing yeah. it yeah. And, and you need to have the personal situation that allows you to do it. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and if you don't do it, that's that's fine too. You know, you're you're yeah. gonna get through your career and just fine. I got I got through my career just fine so far. Yeah. Um, uh, and uh, you know, I've done a little bit of open source development, but I didn't. You know, I didn't come home and decided oh, I'm gonna program well into the night. That that's just not me. It might be Mike. It's not me. Yeah. And it took me a very long time to realize that that's fine. And yeah. I I too have a lot of value to add and. Uh, and my my superpowers are different from 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 Mike's. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, what can help uh, with uh, uh, with with learning and with with developing yourself and your skills uh, is to set some goals. And this is also one of the subjects that uh, I I discussed uh, during the session. Uh, based on, uh, for instance, uh, the movie Hercules. Hercules had to uh, set. Well, he 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 didn't really set the goals. The goals were set for him because <laughs> he needed. Which can also be fine. Which which can also be fine. Uh, but the thing is, because of the goals that he set, uh, he was able to to do stuff that he would otherwise m maybe not have done, uh, and that is. Uh, something that as developers i think we we also should realize and uh, you don't always have to reach the goals uh, that you set because uh, even coming halfway to reaching that goal can help you realize uh, something new maybe that the goal that you set isn't the actual goal that you want but maybe you should set another goal well it, it's it's much like you know when you a feature to develop right it might be an epic uh, story and you're like okay where the heck are we going to start with this it's too big it's so many things to do and what you have to do is break it down into uh, smaller parts yeah and by the time it, it, it wouldn't be the first time it happens happens a lot like by the time that you're 
halfway through development, the goals might change. Uh, the feature might not be what the client wants or what the company needs or what, what your team needs. Uh, and that might be true for your personal goals as well. You know, you can, it can change, but, you know, the only way to get there is to get started. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, and so uh, if, you, if you find it hard to set goals yourself, uh, you can get help with that as well. Talk to someone and... Um, and of course, and that's important, uh, evaluate on a regular basis. Are these still the right goals or do I set, need to set other goals? Maybe did I reach the goal? Because of course, if you reach a goal, that, that's also good. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's definitely a win. Um, and once you reach a goal, don't say, okay, now, now I don't need goals anymore. You, you, you set new goals uh, because we have to you know, keep learning, especially in IT. Uh, because there's so many changes, uh, new versions of software, new versions of tools, and uh, everything is changing constantly. And, and self-reflection is a very important tool uh, yeah. with that, and not everybody is is good at that. So if you realize, for example, I'm, I'm really bad at you know realizing where my strengths and weaknesses are, get somebody to have an outside view on that, yeah. like a mentor, somebody who works with you, somebody who knows you. Yeah, yeah. Well, it doesn't even have to be someone who works with you. Uh, um, this is also where, for instance, uh, being in uh, like a, a Discord or uh, uh, another community can, can really help uh, by talking to other people. Uh, and, and sometimes you make friends or there's someone there that, that want to help, wants to help you uh, with, uh, well, setting goals or, uh, or well, uh, evaluating where you are yeah. and, and where you want to be. Sometimes that, that just being able to talk to someone for a while can really help yeah. uh, to to get your thoughts straightened out. I've helped basically. several people like realize that felt stuck in their career, yeah. and they were, you know, okay, but what do you do on a daily basis, and what what do you get enjoyment out of, and what don't you get enjoyment out of? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's that's definitely de definitely really really important, and and also one of the things that I also mentioned during the live stream is that that you are not alone. There's a lot of people around you. You might not realize uh, that uh, either whether it's family or or a colleague or someone from the community, uh, they can help you with a lot of things. You can ask them questions, uh, but you can also just have a conversation with them, or uh, uh, they can help you reflect on where you are right now and where you want to be in the future, uh, things like that. So. Um, it doesn't always just have to be, well, I cannot figure out why I have to change this line of code or why I get an error in that line of code. Uh, it can also be about other stuff. And, you know, you can always ask people that you uh, admire about their careers and how they got where they wanted to go. Yeah. Uh, you know, and I, I've realized in the past, talking to people that I admire, like the one sitting in front of me right now, <laughs> that, you know, how, how they got to the point where they are it's an, it's not a straight road. It's not, it's, it's it's it might even be a rocky road. Um, uh, and realizing that, rea um, uh, because it, 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 at first it always seems like the person that you admire, you know, you got there like with a, with a uh, snap of a finger or the drop of a hat. Uh, but you know, they they made a journey as well. Yeah. And they made the, some decisions in their career that that you know that colored the career for the rest of their lives as well. Um, and you know you might apply some of those lessons to yourself, or just you know realize that it's not a straight line. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, and it really helps 
to uh, well, to to read about other people's experience, to to listen to other people's experience, like podcasts or or well, user group talks or conference talks, uh, uh, because that different point of view from someone else can really help uh, form your own thoughts about something. Um, and we we tend to be uh, doing what we do based on our own experiences, based on uh, whatever we knowledge that we have, have gathered in our heads. Um, but everyone has a different experience. Everyone has a different set of skills and, and a set of knowledge. And um, sometimes it can really help to, to get that other, other perspective from someone else uh, on whether it's, it's something about your career or whether it's a coding problem, uh, to, to get someone else to, to give you a different perspective about that same problem. Well, it it, it kind of touches on that uh, subject. I'm not sure what Disney movie it was related to, but taking risks. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which can be applied to a macro and a micro level. Like it, taking a risk might be, you know, taking that one ticket that you're not sure if you have the technical skills to solve it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and you might learn a few new things. Or taking on a role in a team that you're not sure that you're entirely ready for. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. In in the stream, I I used Mulan, the movie Mulan, as a, as an example for that, where Mulan had to take a risk because uh, 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 in in that movie in in the the culture, uh, women don't go into the army, but she wanted to really go into the army, so she cuts off her hair uh, and poses as a man, joins the army. Eventually, they figure out that she's. She's a woman, uh, she, she gets kicked out of the army, um, but instead of going home disappointed, she keeps on trying, and eventually she plays a very important role in saving the emperor. Um, and and, and it's, it's what you say. Uh, sometimes you have to take that risk and you know, grab that ticket that you, you're not sure if you can handle it. Or even, and that's an example I used in the live stream as well, sometimes you get a job offer, for for a role that you haven't done before uh, and you're not sure you can do it. And sometimes you have to take that risk. Yeah. And it might work out that it isn't the right type of role for you, but then you at least have tried and you learned from that. Um, and sometimes you find out, oh, this is actually exactly the role that I want and, and this is something that I want to, want to learn more about. Well, to, to give an example, like... Uh Stefan and I, we met at UNET, right? And I've, I've, I worked at UNET for five and a half years. It's the longest uh, single period I've worked at a, one employer ever. Uh, but I, I, ca I, I, uh, I came there as a junior and I left as a senior developer, at least yeah. on paper. And uh, at some point I realized I had to, I had to leave because the only, I didn't re uh, really learn any new um, technical skills. Yeah. So I had to move to a different, uh, different company. And, but then I got hired somewhere as a senior developer, and that was really scary because you know, I had to prove that I was actually a senior developer. And I'm not sure I thought of myself really as a senior developer at that yeah. point. Yeah. Um, but I, you know, it, it worked out fine. Uh, it, it took a risk, and it, you know, the decision colored my career uh, and Stefan's career, coincidentally, because I met Tiago there, which is now also yeah. a part of Ingewikkeld, and yeah. it wouldn't have been otherwise. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but yeah, it, yeah. It, you know, it, it's... 
it's taking a risk and it paid off and sometimes it doesn't pay off and you know but it's it's uh, really uh, easy to stay in your comfort zone yeah but then you yeah you don't learn new things and it might eventually mm-hmm. uh, be detrimental to your career yeah yeah i can remember um at some point in my career uh, i was doing php for a couple of years and i i like doing php uh, and uh, I was looking for a new job because I wanted a new challenge. And I joined a company as a front-end developer uh, because I wanted to do more uh, in that direction as well. And, well, you know me and you know my front-end skills. This is not the right thing for me. Um, <laughs> Same here, by the way. <laughs> yeah, well, th- I mean, that this is a lesson. I spent six months at that company uh, uh, and uh, uh, because I... Uh, I I told them during the interview, I don't have a lot of front-end experience, but I really want to try this. And they were open to let me, you know, have that opportunity. Um, So I joined them for six months, and uh, uh, we both basically came to the conclusion, okay, this is not, (laughs) this is not safe on, this is not, uh, uh, this is not the right position. Um, But I tried, I took that risk, I tried. And I found out, okay, this is this is not the right thing for me. So I need to go back to PHP because I love PHP a lot more than I love front-end. So would you qualify that as a risk that paid off or a risk that didn't pay off? Uh, both. Uh, I think it's a risk that paid off in that I learned a lesson, uh, which for me was uh, the back-end is for me more interesting than the front-end. Um, and, uh, well, it didn't pay off because... Uh, well, I spent six months uh, at, a, at a company where, uh, let's just say that I couldn't deliver what I wanted to deliver or what I should deliver as part of that role. Um, so, yeah, I think it's both. Uh, uh, on the one hand, I spent six months doing stuff. Yeah, I didn't do the work that I should be doing. And uh, and, and on the other hand... Um, I learned a lesson, so it paid off. In and the a very important lesson. And a very important lesson, absolutely. Yeah. absolutely. So that, uh, that gave you the peace of mind, basically, to focus on your strengths instead of your weaknesses. Yeah, I, uh, I, I definitely figured out what those superpowers were, and those superpowers were not in JavaScript. Uh, they were in PHP. Uh, so that in that, it was a valuable lesson. Um, and uh, that definitely helped me, b- because after... After that uh, six months, I also started communicating with new employers very clearly uh, that I was not a front-end developer. Uh, because a lot of PHP, especially in those days, a lot of PHP roles or uh, um, job descriptions included uh, that it would be good to, that you have some uh, knowledge of JavaScript. And I have some knowledge of JavaScript. I can write some basic JavaScript, but I'm not a front-end developer, and that's what... Nowadays, I say every time when I talk to people about a position and if that comes up, like uh, it would be nice if you have some front-end skills, then I always explicitly say, well, I know, I understand it a bit, but it's not. you shouldn't let me do that stuff. What, what I always say is that uh, front-end and I remain friends, but at appropriate distances. Yeah, yeah, that, that's a good one. Yeah. That's a very so good one. I, I keep uh, up to date with what happens in the front-end uh, yeah. space, but... Uh, I'm not necessarily a specialist in anything. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I think that's an important lesson uh, to have learned. 
and uh, so sometimes, yes, you join a company and uh, you think, well, this is uh, this is going to be awesome, and it won't be awesome, and that can that you know that can happen, and and we need to realize that. Yeah. And uh, what one thing I would like to note though is you know sometimes you fail at something like Stefan did at you know doing a front end job. Yeah. Um, it might just be that you're not yet ready for it in some cases. Like it, uh, so, don't uh, move too quickly. But you know, just cutting off saying, "Okay, this is not for me. I'm not going to do that ever, ever again." You know, you might just try it again later, yep. see if it works. Then, yeah, absolutely. Especially since in IT things change so quickly. I mean, when I did that JavaScript uh, job, that was before most of the f- uh, popular frameworks were out, and uh, maybe if I try it again now. Uh, it will be different because there's now frameworks to help you with with the work that you do. Um, yeah, so definitely, and and I tried for six months. It it wasn't. I mean, after about a month or maybe a month and a half, I already realized maybe this is not the right thing for me. But I tried for six months to make sure that I really tried. You w- you want to know a secret? Sure. When I first started my uh, my development career at Unit, for the first six months, I thought. This is not for me. Right. <laughs> yes. And you were there for five and a half years? Five and a half yeah, years, yeah. yeah. So, you know, sometimes persevering might help, sometimes it doesn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly, exactly. And the only way to to find out is by trying. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, I think that's about it. I think that's, uh, that's uh, I mean, we, we discussed some interesting stuff. Um, I think we did a podcast, yeah. I think we did a podcast, indeed. Yeah. Um, so thank you for listening uh, to this podcast. If you like what you're hearing, uh, there are some platforms like Apple Podcasts where you can give a rating. Feel free to to give us a rating, especially when it's a high rating. If it's a low rating, then please do get in touch with us because uh, we would like to know what we can improve on. Um, so that's important. And of course, uh, uh, subscribe to our YouTube channel, subscribe to this podcast. And, uh, and supporters on Patreon. And especially if you are at the moment looking for developers uh, at Ingewikkeld, we have some availability in the upcoming months. So if you need some help with your projects, feel free to get in touch and we'll figure something out. The people at home can see this, but I'm raising my hand. I'm available. Yes, exactly. If you want to get Eric on board or if you want to get me on board for, for your project, uh, and, and uh, then, then we, we are happy to help you. Um, So thanks for listening and see you next month. Bye. That's it for this month. Thanks for listening. If you like what we're doing, please share our links on social media. Also, please subscribe to the podcast in your favorite podcast app and follow us on YouTube. And you can also support us financially on patreon.com slash ingewikkeld. See you next month.